This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Have you heard about the new book I co-authored with Chad Brennan? It's available now. Listen until the end to learn more about faithful anti-racism. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Numbers chapter 5 through Numbers chapter 6. Numbers chapter 5. Separation of the unclean. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Command the Israelites to expel from the camp every leper, everyone who has a discharge, and whoever becomes defiled by a corpse. You must expel both men and women. You must put them outside the camp so that they will not defile their camps among which I live. So the Israelites did so and expelled them outside the camp as the Lord had spoken to Moses. So the Israelites did. Restitution for sin. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Tell the Israelites when a man or a woman commits any sin that people commit, thereby breaking faith with the Lord, and that person is found guilty, then he must confess his sin that he has committed and must make full reparation. Add one-fifth to it and give it to whomever he wrong. But if the individual has no close relative to whom reparation can be made for the wrong, the reparation for the wrong must be paid to the Lord for the priest, in addition to the ram of atonement by which atonement is made for him. Every offering of all the Israelites' holy things that they bring to the priest will be his. Every man's holy things will be his. Whatever any man gives the priest will be his. The Jealousy Ordeal The Lord spoke to Moses, speak to the Israelites and tell them, if any man's wife goes astray and behaves unfaithfully toward him and a man goes to bed with her for sexual relations without her husband knowing it and it is undetected that she has defiled herself since there was no witness against her, nor was she caught in the act, and if jealous feelings come over him and he becomes suspicious of his wife when she is defiled, or if jealous feelings come over him and he becomes suspicious of his wife when she is not defiled, then the man must bring his wife to the priest, and he must bring the offering required for her, one-tenth of an ephah of barley meal. He must not pour olive oil on it or put frankincense on it because it is a grain offering of suspicion, a grain offering for remembering, for bringing iniquity to remembrance. 
then the priest will bring her near and have her stand before the Lord. The priest will then take holy water in a pottery jar and take some of the dust that is on the floor of the tabernacle and put it into the water. Then the priest will have the woman stand before the Lord, and he will uncover the woman's head and put the grain offering for remembering in her hands, which is the grain offering of suspicion. The priest will hold in his hand the bitter water that brings a curse. Then the priest will put the woman under oath and say to her, If no other man has gone to bed with you, and if you have not gone astray and become defiled while under your husband's authority, may you be free from this bitter water that brings a curse. But if you have gone astray while under your husband's authority, and if you have defiled yourself and some man other than your husband has had sexual relations with you, then the priest will put the woman under the oath of the curse and will say to her, The Lord make you an attested curse among your people. If the Lord makes your thigh fall away and your abdomen swell, and this water that causes the curse will go into your stomach and make your abdomen swell and your thigh rot, then the woman must say, Amen, Amen. Then the priest will write these curses on a scroll and then scrape them off into the bitter water. He will make the woman drink the bitter water that brings a curse, and the water that brings a curse will enter her to produce bitterness. The priest will take the grain offering of suspicion from the woman's hand, wave the grain offering before the Lord, and bring it to the altar. Then the priest will take a handful of the grain offering as its memorial portion, burn it on the altar, and afterward make the woman drink the water. When he has made her drink the water, then if she has defiled herself and behaved unfaithfully toward her husband, the water that brings a curse will enter her to produce bitterness. Her abdomen will swell, her thigh will fall away, and the woman will become a curse among her people. But if the woman has not defiled herself and is clean, then she will be free of ill effects and will be able to bear children. This is the law for cases of jealousy. When a wife, while under her husband's authority, goes astray and defiles herself, or when jealous feelings come over a man, and he becomes suspicious of his wife, then he must have the woman stand before the Lord, and the priest will carry out all this law upon her. Then the man will be free from iniquity, but that woman will bear the consequences of her iniquity. Numbers chapter 6. The Nazarite vowed. Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, When someone, either a man or a woman, takes a special vow, take a vow as a Nazarite to separate himself to the Lord. He must separate himself from wine and strong drink. He must drink neither vinegar made from wine nor vinegar made from strong drink. Nor may he drink any juice of grapes nor eat fresh grapes or raisins. All the days of his separation, he must not eat anything that is produced by the grapevine from seed to skin. All the days of the vow of his separation, no razor may be used on his head until the time is fulfilled for which he separated himself to the Lord. He will be holy and he must let the locks of hair on his head grow long. All the days that he separates himself to the Lord, he must not contact a dead body. He must not defile himself even for his father or his mother or his brother or his sister if they die, because a separation for his God is on his head. All the days of his separation, he must be holy to the Lord. Contingencies for Defilement if anybody dies very suddenly beside him and he defiles his consecrated head, then he must shave his head on the day of his purification. On the seventh day, he must shave it. On the eighth day, he is to bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons to the priest to the entrance to the tent of meeting. Then the priest will offer one for a purification offering and the other as a burnt offering and make atonement for him because of his transgression in regard to the corpse. So he must reconsecrate his head on that day. 
he must rededicate to the Lord the days of his separation and bring a male lamb in its first year as a reparation offering. But the former days will not be counted because his separation was defiled, fulfilling the vows. Now this is the law of the Nazarite. When the days of his separation are fulfilled, he must be brought to the entrance of the tent of meeting, and he must present his offering to the Lord, one male lamb in its first year without blemish for a burnt offering, one ewe lamb in its first year without blemish for a purification offering, one ram without blemish for a peace offering, and a basket of bread made without yeast, cakes of fine flour mixed with olive oil, wafers made without yeast and smeared with olive oil, and their grain offering and their drink offerings. Then the priest must present all these before the Lord and offer his purification offering and his burnt offering. Then he must offer the ram as a peace offering to the Lord along with the basket of bread made without yeast. The priest must also offer his grain offering and his drink offering. Then the Nazarite must shave his consecrated head at the entrance to the tent of meeting and must take the hair from his consecrated head and put it on the fire where the peace offering is burning. And the priest must take the boiled shoulder of the ram, one cake made without yeast from the basket, and one wafer made without yeast, and put them on the hands of the Nazarite after he has shaved his consecrated head. Then the priest must wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. It is a holy portion for the priest, together with the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the raised offering. After this, the Nazarite may drink wine. This is the law of the Nazarite, who vows to the Lord, his offering according to his separation, as well as whatever else he can provide. Thus he must fulfill his vow that he makes according to the law of his separation. The Priestly Benediction The Lord spoke to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons, This is the way you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, The Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites, and I will bless them. New Testament reading. Galatians chapter 1. Salutation. From Paul, an apostle, not from men, nor by human agency, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers with me, to the churches of Galatia, Grace and peace to you from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from this present evil age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Occasion of the letter. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are following a different gospel. Not that there really is another gospel. But there are some who are disturbing you and wanting to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, should preach a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be condemned to hell. As we have said before, and now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you receive, let him be condemned to hell. Am I now trying to gain the approval of people or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a slave of Christ. Paul's vindication of his apostleship. Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel I preached is not of human origin, for I did not receive it or learn it from any human source. Instead, I received it by a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former way of life in Judaism, 
how I was savagely persecuting the church of God and trying to destroy it. I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries in my nation and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my ancestors. But when the one who set me apart from birth and called me by his grace was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I could preach him among the Gentiles, I did not go to ask advice from any human being, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to see those who were apostles before me. But right away I departed to Arabia and then returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas and get information from him. And I stayed with him 15 days, but I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. I assure you that before God, I am not lying about what I am writing to you. Afterward, I went to the regions of Syria and Cilicia, but I was personally unknown to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They were only hearing the one who once persecuted us is now proclaiming the good news of the faith he once tried to destroy. So they glorify God because of me. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Father God, thank you. Thank you so much for your word, God. Thank you, oh God, for the call for us to confess our sins, oh Lord God, not just to confess our sins, oh God, but to repent. And not only to repent, to make reparation, to repair the harm that we have done. I thank you, oh God, that that is a theological category, oh God, that is written out and spelled out in your word. Thank you for that, Lord God. Would you help us to search our own hearts and, and for us to examine ourselves, oh Lord God, in a micro level to see who it is that we have harmed, to whom do we owe reparations, O oh Lord God. And on a macro level, O oh Lord God, we pray, O oh God, that one day, O oh God, reparations will be made to Black people in this land, O oh Lord God, and globally, O oh God. Thank you, Lord, for the New Testament reading, O oh Lord God. Oh, would you help us, O oh Lord, to seek to please you? Oh, Lord God, we know that we cannot please both you and man at the same time. Oftentimes, the desire of man and your will and your desire are completely opposed. But God, we pray that you would help us, oh God, to seek to please you, oh God, and to cast out fear of man, oh God, and that we, oh God, will walk in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Thank you so much, oh God, for the testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Would you help us to hold on? to the truth of your gospel unswervingly, oh God. There are so many false prophets, false teachers, false gospels, oh Lord God, that are driving many away from the faith, oh God. People falling away left and right. God, we pray that the Holy Spirit would uphold us and keep us. Would you help us, oh Lord God, to not be ashamed of this gospel, oh Lord God, and would you help us to hold on, knowing that God, it's ultimately you that is holding Unto us, and we know that you you will never ever lose uh, um, those who have been drawn to you and who, who are in your grip, O oh Lord. I pray this all in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. When it comes to racial injustice, it's time to move past talk and towards real, tangible, systemic change. That's why I co-authored Faithful Anti-Racism with Chad Brennan, the coordinator of the Race, Religion, and Justice Project. I bring to bear my experience and training as a psychologist, educator, and organizational consultant. This book is based on a combination of biblical principles, national research, 
interviews with leading experts and experience working with Christians across the country. Our desire in writing Faithful Anti-Racism is to equip readers to move past talk and enter the fight against racism in both practical and hopeful ways. Get your copy today for 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code the word at ivpress.com. That's code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.